Good morning, and thank you for joining this morning. Practice of being aware of awareness. So the invitation is always at the ready. To notice the openness. It's always available. The expansive, empty openness of being. That coming home that we all long for is one and the same with this openness, this emptiness. And that is one and the same with this presence this palpable, visceral knowingness that we are. No need to go further to say we are this or we are not this. And we check in and confirm in this moment We are having the direct experience of beingness. And we just allow attention to rest back on that openness that knowingness that we are. And just sense into this isness. What isness? What is right now? What is our primary knowingness? It's essential quality of beingness. is not just what's available to be known, 
It is that which is knowing. In other words, the knowingness is, is self-knowing. The awareness is self-aware. We're not doing anything. We're not doing awareness. We're not doing knowingness. We're certainly not doing self-knowingness. We would have no idea how to project a sense of presence into an object that from that sense of presence, it could know itself. And yet, we are directly present to this presence to our presence, but it's not a personal presence. I mean, it can certainly seem that way. But when we check on just the presence alone, just this moment, we don't use memory, history, data points. We just check in what is here right now. What is here right now that is always here? This is the one thing we know for sure, and that we always know for sure. And that is that we are. Existence is here, beingness is happening. And when, when it's spoken of, this sense of beingness, I notice that mind generates a picture of a me in a chair, in a sunroom, in a body. And yet when I sense into this beingness, into this very direct knowing 
of the knowingness itself. Knowingness is here. This pure light of knowingness. It's not an and knowingness. It's not, it's not flavored by personality or personal attributes. There's an impersonal knowingness that while being impersonal feels incredibly intimate, familiar, comfortable, known. So the practice of being aware of awareness is recognizing this direct knowingness that we can empirically verify for ourselves. Not just at any moment, but at every moment. It's this unceasing aliveness that can be directly confirmed. His presence. We can check in again and again. His presence here. Is something here that knows it's present. Another way to ask it is, is awareness here? Is there something here that confirms awareness is present? And can we see it is the very awareness that is present, which confirms itself? There's not an us confirming an awareness, two things. However, it may seem like that. So if it seems like that, we notice that. Get curious about whether there's actually two. 
that perception is arising and it can be investigated. So we check in on the awareness that's here. And from that awareness, we look back at this, at this sense of a self, a separate me. Which direction would we look if we had to take a step towards this sense of a me? Which, which way would we head? Which direction would we step? Are there really two things here? Is there a me confirming awareness? Or upon investigation, is it seen that awareness is aware of a sense of me, this energetic arising, this notion, this habit energy? But when we actually set about to locate this mean, to find it, we don't think about whether it's here. We don't remember that we learned there is no me. We simply take the spotlight of inner awareness, shine it all around, back, forth, up, down. Where's this me? Can I find a me? Is it locatable? If it is here, certainly we can find it. Because what we know is that we are here. We can check out that we know that intuitively. We are here. I am here. And we can get curious how do we know we are here? How's that known? By what means is that known? Do we? Can we sniff it out? Can we listen? Can we hear it? Can we taste it? Can we touch it somehow? Can we touch it with our hands? Physically touch it? Can we use our eyes to see it? So if we cannot use the senses to confirm we are here, how do we know it? How do we confirm it? How is it known? 
beyond the senses. We can't use the senses to confirm it because this knowingness is not an object that arises in consciousness. The knowingness is the consciousness by which all the objects are known. the consciousness by which all the various objects are known. Cannot itself be seen or touched or heard or tasted or smelled. And yet, is there any doubt that it's not just here, it's right here, right now. That there's a intuitive, empirical knowingness that confirms its presence. It's self-confirming, self-knowing. Again, we're not doing it. why Helen Hamilton calls self, this sheer light of knowingness, the noumenon. It's that by which phenomenon is known, that which can be known by the senses, but is not itself An arising of phenomena. It's not phenomenological. It does not have a shape or a form or a texture, a smell, a taste. It doesn't make any sounds. And yet it is. It is what's it, what is. Simple and sturdy, as Nizargadatta says. Reality, simple and sturdy.
read you that quote by Nizargadatta. Oh, now I see. He says it's simple and solid. Yes. He says, it is quite simple. If I ask you, what is the taste of your mouth? All you can say is, it is neither sweet nor bitter, nor sour nor stringent. It is what remains when all tastes are not. Similarly, when all distinctions and reactions are no more, what remains is reality, simple and solid.
to read that again. This is Nizargadatta Maharaj. It is quite simple. If I ask you, what is the taste of your mouth? All you can do is say, it is neither sweet nor bitter nor sour, nor astringent. It is what remains when all these tastes are not. Similarly, when all distinctions and reactions are no more, what remains is reality. Simple and solid. read to you a little bit from chapter 10 Helen Hamilton's Dissolving the Ego it's entitled Staying in the I Am the only thing we can know for certain is that we are 
you know only this with absolute certainty. only thing we can know for certain is that we are. You know only this with absolute certainty. You know that you are. You know the sense I am. And this has been your constant companion with you throughout your life. So I check to see if that's true. First, that I know the sense that I am. Existence is here. I exist. I may not know as what, but I know that fundamental isness that I is, that I am. Something knows itself as being right here, right now. Palpably, vitally, dynamically, knowingly here.
How does it feel to know you are? How sure are we that we are? Like 80, 85, 95? Or is there no doubt that there is 100% certainty? Not just beyond a reasonable doubt, literally beyond any doubt that could arise that I am that we are This impersonal recognition of I am is said by many to be the one truth in the manifestation, in the dream in the world. And it's just critically important that this knowingness be not just recognized, but established, reconfirmed. And that, that recognition be seen as 100% certain. That this is and has been our constant companion. Whatever memory, whatever time, whatever event we were, It's been our constant companion throughout our life. And we confirm that in our direct experience. And what is meant by truth? It is the one truth in the manifestation. What is meant by truth? It is 
what's meant is it's that which we're checking out to see if it's true is in the same condition, in the same state at all times, in all places, and under all circumstances. Exactly the same state, exactly the same condition. This is the anchor, the stability, the through line in all the vicissitudes of life amidst the waves, amidst the ever-changing manifestation. This never changes and it is never not present. What changes is that attention goes away from this and goes on to the changeful. <laughs> That's the nature of attention. Check out the new shiny object. Even if the new shiny object is very, very familiar. It's that arising, it's that movement. And yet this is the origin point of that attention. It goes out from here and it's destined to return. destined to return because no matter what the circumstance or situation, eventually it dawns. I am here. I am present. And everything that has happened, all of it, and the full catastrophe living, has not affected this presence, this beingness, this pure light of knowing whatever experience life brings. The knowingness, the I am, is in the same state or condition. It's absolutely changeless. And it's not something we learn as a concept. 
it's something we confirm by the light of our own knowing in the seeming privacy of our own experience. This impersonal, yet highly intimate consciousness is always present. It's always confirmable. When it seems like it's hiding, it is discovered to be hiding in plain view. We need only the will to confirm it. The memory, the remembrance, the desire. Turn that outward attention back around. Take that sacred U-turn. And confirm the light of God within us. This light of eternal knowingness that is never affected by anything that is known. So when, when, we, when, we, when we remember our true purpose, that we seek to discern the one truth, the true capital S self, the moment of remembering is that holy instant of confirmation. It takes no time. And we rest in its embrace. Truth has this embracing quality. This relieving quality that our fabulous satsang guest talked about last night. A, a comforting quality coming home. There's an inner recognition that we are coming home to a place we never left. That we are that, that that is the truth. That I am that I am. We are that we are. Simple and solid.
not 95% solid, not 98% solid. One hundred percent solid. The only thing we know for certain is that we are. You know only this with absolute certainty. It's the one true north. You know that you are. And it's really perfect. It's the perfect pointing, at least for me, because mind loves finding itself an object. <laughs> And there's this sense, I am. And it's palpable. It's expansive. It's simple. And it's solid. This has been your constant companion with you throughout your life. It's known familiar, comforting, and relieving. It's like, ah, settle back into the wholeness, into the completeness, into the fundamental well-being, into the truth. This feeling that I am is your basic currency, your working capital. And you can use it to reach total liberation by focusing on it to the exclusion of everything else. Those that have studied the Zargadatta Maharaj knows that this is what his guru instructed him to do as he desired total liberation. To focus on this sense of I am as often as he could for as long as he could 
to the extent that he could to the exclusion of everything else. What we put attention on grows. Our attention is awareness. Awareness is divine. Divinity has life in it. Whatever I am giving attention to, I'm giving divine life to. We can't make something that's temporary live forever. But if we give divine life through our attention, something that is true, that is always the same, all time, place, conditions, The knowing of that, the knowing as that, is destined to grow and grow and supplant false identifications with the true one, the primary essence of what we fundamentally are. simple and solid. Staying in the I am is simply the practice of noticing this thoughtless, wordless place called I am. And it is as simple as that feeling when you first wake up in the morning.
can also be recognized as that pure stateless state that we knew as infants before we began to think about what we are. That concludes our hour.